Thank you for downloading the latest episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Please stand clear as we pay our bills. Are you thinking about purchasing a DVC resale contract? Are you looking to rent DVC points for a future Disney vacation? In need of financing options? If so, check out the one-stop shop, which is the world of DVC companies. The professional staff, with over 185 years of experience, will guide you through your next vacation purchase. Check them out at dvcresellmarket.com, dvcrentalstore.com, and moneroafinancial.com. And tell them Mickey Dude sent you. The world of DVC, your DVC gateway to a lifetime of magic. Venture outside your comfort zone. The rewards are worth it. Wish Upon a Cookie has evolved into a custom-baked pastry company started in New Jersey by professional chefs turned cookie-teers. Their focus is to turn your magical pastry dreams into reality. They offer so much more than a few colors, shapes, and sizes. Their creations are extensions of your inspiration. You can visit them online at their new website, wishuponapastry.com, or on Instagram and Facebook at wishuponapastry. Let your imagination run wild when you wish upon a pastry. And now, from the Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, it's the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Here's your master of ceremonies, Wazowski. Hello, humans! Hello, humans, and welcome to another fantastic and exciting episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. I'm your host of the week, Chuck Fitzgerald, alongside three of my esteemed colleagues from the Sunshine State, formerly of the Empire State, Dave Koch. Debbie was sick, so the Union sent me, although I'm sick too. Yeah. What else is new? <laughs> yeah, well, living in Florida, that will happen. From the Buckeye State and Kings Island, number one and only fan from Cincinnati, Ohio, Annie Clark. Chris, can you grab my black list? Oh, 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 oh yeah. <laughs> well, that was something. I was. Thank you. Right, and this week's playing in the center square, also from the state of Florida, special friend of the show, Jeff Williams. Jeff, how are you this evening? Great. Flash photography, I wouldn't. That offers a homing signal, and that's not harmonious. <laughs> no, that is not harmonious, but thank you, Jeff, for bringing us to what we are going to be discussing for the biggest portion of the show and basically the entire show. Is... Hey, wait, hey, wait. Can I barge in first? Is that a harmonious it, joke? It is. Did anyone um did anyone watch Muppet Haunted Mansion? Oh yeah. So good. Nope. Oh yes. I, I'll be honest, I Best watched the ever. first episode, part of the first episode. It started really slow. I fell asleep. Part of the first episode. What? Where Gonzo was getting invited in the limo and I'm like, ah, I don't got time for this and I fell asleep. Well, I mean it's like a forty five minute special, but anyway. Wait, it's <laughs> only one episode? <laughs> Yeah. So how far did yeah. I make it in? Five minutes. <laughs> so I watched the first five minutes. minutes. Do you watch a movie yeah. and, and you're like, how many episodes is this? Uh, <laughs> apparently. Um, so we all like it, the though? Mu- the the electric... Do. Okay. The electric mayhem doing Dancing in the Moonlight is just the happiness <laughs> I didn't know I needed in my life until I got it, and now I can't do without it. Yeah, for real. They sing that song at the Kings Island um, um, <clears throat> Halloween like live show, and uh, Heidi's my kids like uh, that's the song from Muppet Muppet Haunted Mansion, which I which made me happy for even further. Yeah, we are uh, we are fans. We watched it twice now. I love Will Arnett in it. He's great. Yeah. Anything anything that the Electric Mayhem does. Um, it just makes me like, you know, like nowadays when you watch the old uh, Muppet shows and everything, there's all these scenes that we never got to see in the 70s because they were uh, commercial interludes during um, 
the American show, but in the British version, there was no commercials through, so they would have the uh, Electric Mayhem performing uh, contemporary songs at the time. So, like, it's this great version of Floyd doing While My Guitar Gently Weeps. I found the I found the version of Dancing in the Moonlight by Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem. So just yeah, please continue I was, to talk. I was just about to talk about the best one they ever did. So you need to turn it off for a second because you need to give respect to Paul Simon because I was about <laughs> to talk about how Janice and Floyd did uh, 50 Ways to Leave Your Lover, and it's like the greatest thing ever. Because you got to make respect, a plan, Chuck. Right. So I have complaints. You said back in the 70s we weren't able to watch the. Uh, the timely. I didn't want to make sure I turned off the music. Uh, sorry. <laughs> the the timely music, Dave. I wasn't born until eighty eight. Yeah, I wasn't born. <laughs> I wasn't born until nineteen eighty. But you know, I um, most people who remember the Muppet Show in its in its original uh, airing would know that it came from the seventies. So I was I was catering to the people who were able to watch it when it first aired, because that's when these. Uh, little interludes would not have been well, broadcasted in the United States, only in Britain. Hmm. I guess we're going to test it's... out my editing skills this week and see if I can underlay uh, the <coughs> Muppet Dancing in the Moonlight version. Underlay, under this. underlay. Reba, Reba. Uh... <laughs> um, it's it's, oh, it's just makes me so happy. Say. Something about Dancing in the Moonlight with the Muppets? Oh, it's the first episode. Oh, right, the Muppet Show. It's funny to hear Dave talking about the '70s, and it sounds old. But then, I remember watching the Muppet Show. I remember I walked from my college dorm. I'd walk to the Blockbuster, or wait, or did I get it on Netflix in the mail? I think I got it on Netflix. Yeah, I did. I got it on Netflix in the mail to my college dorm, which also sounds. I don't have to tell you this, uh, Annie, Annie, but uh, Netflix didn't happen in the '70s. <laughs> it did, Dave. It did in my timeline. Uh, can, the wild before time. we move on, I watched uh, an old movie, a classic, as some may say, uh, two nights ago, Road Trip. And there were so Tom, many antiquated Tom references in that movie. There was no cell that, phones. There were. Is that Daddy, do you want some sausage? Uh, Daddy, would you no, like it some sausage? no, it is not. No, it is not. There were this. This, this reminds me of uh, Joe sending us the uh, te- mass text that he was watching BMX. In yeah, theaters. yeah. Um, so there were <laughs> dorm room phones. Um, there was uh, mini discs recorded onto VHS. We're, we're gonna ignore what it was though. Uh, there were blockbuster tapes all over the place. The entire movie nowadays would have been entirely uh, defunct just based on one cell phone call. But anyways. <laughs> you want to go into a time warp of a movie where it's just like pre-technology, all antiquated stuff. Watch High Fidelity. I like Hogan's Heroes. That's my response to that. Are we? I, I think both the movies you just named are from the year 2000. No, that's one of my favorite years for movies. It's it's such a bizarre little like time capsule before, like 90s are done, but the but you know life as we know it in the 2000s hadn't really sprung forth yet. It's such a bizarre time. I absolutely love it. I just love like rolling around in it like a pig in mud. There was a glorious hand. And wand on the spaceship Earth. It was a great time. Exactly. With the year to remind everyone what year it was. Because we <laughs> exactly. didn't have cell phones, so we didn't know. It's true. It and is. Illuminations was out. Wait, Illuminations was out? Yeah, because it was the millennial celebration. Also, um, what was that weird puppet parade? The weird puppet Tapestry parade. Of Tapestry of Nations, thank you was also out and about in Epcot, and it is arguably one of the best times for Disney nighttime entertainment. Which brings us to our topic of this week, one of the worst times. It was the best of times, and it was the worst of times. We are now in the worst of times. (laughs) We have lived through so much. (laughs) We have lived through so much. When will we know peace? (laughs) Including the Grapes of Wrath, apparently. 
Uh, we've moved from the best of times with Illuminations to the worst of times with Harmonious. Now, we have all seen Harmonious. Um, Jeff, you've seen it in person and video, correct? Yeah. Dave? It, it... Simple yes, yes I no. have. Okay. Annie, what about you? Um, I have seen it in neither person nor video. Ah, very good. I've only seen it in video. So before we turn it over to Annie for the news of Harmonious and the Internet's reviews, let's turn it over to our resident two Floridians who have seen it both IRL and uh, on that YouTube there machine. Dave and Jeff, discuss about uh, Harmonious, what your thoughts are, and leave out editorializing because Annie needs to recap the news without seeing it. <laughs> I... I don't think we could do that without Annie recapping the news. Yeah, you want me to go, yeah. go off? I mean, and, does anyone have anything yeah. to say about Harmonious? Like, On did Harmonious you... DeBarge. Doesn't so, that sound like a... Um, a, um, a Muppet? So... Yeah, I guess I'm it's more Muppet my, than Star I'm Wars. Hold off Star Wars so Muppet. Gives... Okay, okay, that's fine. Annie, please regale us with the news of Harmonious as told by the interwebs. So, I'm on Instagram, and that's about it. I'm not on Twitter or anything else. I'm not going to sing the whole thing, but that's how I started, and now it's done. Ta-da! So, anyway, um, <laughs> people are saying, I would say, at best, acceptable. Um, people, um, you know, I've heard people who, who think it's all right, but mostly I've heard that I've... I, you know, honestly, there's been a lot of silence, which speaks loudly, if that makes sense, which I believe it does. Because, you know, no one's really posting or, like, talking about it that much. Um, I'm assuming on Twitter people are saltier than they are elsewhere, as that's how Twitter tends to go. But um, basically... No one really likes it, and it doesn't seem to leave much of a, a lasting impression. Um, I don't know, you know, like I said, people really, um, people really liked Illuminations a lot, and it was on there a lot. And even the kites, even the, what was that called? What was the little temporary Epcot show? Forever. Yes, even Epcot Forever, you heard about a lot. You heard a lot about Oh, I thought you, when you said kites, I thought you were going to talk about the wish version of, of kite tails. <laughs> oh, woo. Sorry. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, so I would say basically it, my impression is that it's at best acceptable, but largely not that great. Not anything anyone really wants to see. No one cares about the IP. It's clunky. It doesn't have, like, an original song to tie it together. It doesn't... The barge is stupid, but we've already been over that. And, um, yeah, I think that I think that about covers the extent of what I've seen. And even, like, I mean, people, the pictures people have posted, like, I see why people aren't posting that many pictures of it, because, like, they're not that... Uh, Mm, they're not that it's not photogenic yeah yeah that's a good way to put it (laughs) they're not that engaging i suppose is what i want to say so i would say that's about my the the impression day harmonious i have gotten from social media well thank you for for covering the vitriol of harmonious um, it is my greatest pleasure. Am I correct that the Twitter, uh, the Twitterverse is saltier? Oh, Twitter than... is so salty. But before <laughs> we get there, I'm going to turn it over to uh, to Jeff first, and then we're going to move on, on to Dave for both of your impressions of um, Harmonious IRL. Yeah. Uh, so I'm fortunate enough or unfortunate enough, however, whatever angle you want to go with that, uh, seeing it four times now um, in different places, actually, around the lagoon. Um, one time in a pristine front view directly uh, uh, as you uh, enter the, uh, what is that, 
the front area next to Mexico. Um, anyway, one show that was, place. Yeah, one show place, and so it, it's kind of aggravating because it's even speaking from cast members. I, a cast member was giving me advice in the best viewing locations and i was like well basically front or back <laughs> those are your two choices so we're going from a show that didn't matter where you really watched it from illuminations um very you know open uh show it uh, has a lot of good views a lot of good uh and you know the, the lagoon is uh, a mile around so plenty of places to see it from too now we've got a show that a pristine Viewing angles is only the front and back of um, of uh, um, what's the, the lake called? Sorry. Um, uh, lagoon. It's a lagoon, right? World Showcase Lagoon. Yeah, that one. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so it, it's kind of it's very aggravating for me. Um, it seems like they glued this uh, thing. Together. That explains why people aren't posting a lot of uh, shots of Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I, you know, the uh, everybody kind of complained about the the taco video screens. Um, they, yeah, they, they're so, they don't look good at all. I, I like, right. It does look like a taco. I've heard people say that, but it totally is. Yeah, they they sacrifice the daytime aesthetics to to try to capture a nighttime viewing. Um, and, and then the news came out, oh, well, news, whatever, uh, about the Chapek. Tea. Yeah, the tea came out about Chapek saying he wants to do something that honors all the Disney, you know, IP movies and just make it a Disney concert, um, which it goes 180 degrees away from what Illuminations used to stand for. Um, they do try to make it a little more international flavor by having um, the Disney, you know, con- uh, songs from movies in in the languages pseudo languages of different countries <laughs> but uh but uh in general it's very aggravating because they have these crazy octopus arms that come out they're pretty dis- <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're pretty distracting i think it's almost like one of those things they, they try to see uh you know imagineering was like hey this is going to be a cool effect and and maybe they thought it was going to look really cool, but it ends up being very uh, erratic unless you're looking at it straight on. And then even then, all the fireworks are a lot lower. They're, so it's a, they're not shooting the fireworks up high as much anymore like they used to in Illuminations. They're keeping them. They're a lot more rockets. So I think the one thing that was off-putting, besides the music, was kind of annoying. Um, the thing that bugged me the most was how a lot of the rockets are low. And it, it does have kind of a wow factor, but that lagoon fills up with smoke so fast with these rockets. I don't think they even considered that. Um, many times I walked back to uh, uh, Boardwalk, and even the entire Boardwalk area was covered with smoke. It was crazy. Um, so uh, these are kind of the things, you know what I'm saying? This is, these are kind of things. I'm just cringing can... over here. I mean, it's so, it's like cliche. To have things yeah. be a horrible mess at this point. <laughs> yeah. Well, you like, know, what are they doing? Are they thinking about anything? I don't know. I mean, it's it's uh, so it got me thinking two things. Well, one thing, um, there were there are a lot of fans for it. So j- just blanketly <laughs> saying it's a failure it isn't true because there are. I've noticed a lot of fans and people applauding and just really getting excited about their favorite movie or you know um, whatever. Um, and then, then it also dawned on me that this is definitely look, trying to look like a world of color kind of setup um, without the water fans, because water fans are so unpredictable um, where they project on the show like Fantasmic. But the original design, redesign of Epcot, they were going to have this crazy upper deck. Do you guys remember seeing the concept art for this? Absolutely. Um, yeah, they were going to have this crazy upper deck, and, and I think they totally intended to have, like, you know... Uh, upcharged events, upcharged viewing of this of this pristine viewing, so it's gonna be straight on at this at this show. And I think that was kind of like ha- the design was part of that was ha- in mind. Um, definitely wasn't designed for a giant, you know, 360 lagoon view because I've seen it, like I said, multiple angles, and it's just it's a very disconnected 
show unless you're watching it straight on, like you're watching Fantasmic. But um, anyway, that's my two cents. It's just there's so much weird. The edits are just very strange, and then there's that bizarre ending we can talk about if you guys saw the ending. It's just yep, sure. Just we'll, we'll get how long? Uh, how long is is it? Does it run? Yeah, I think it's a uh, it's a long show. It's I think it's like twenty three minutes something like yeah, that. Yeah, I was gonna I mean, say twenty two minutes. Twenty two minutes. Yeah. minutes. I'm gonna guess that. So smart. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty long. Literal genius. Uh-huh. So before we move on to um, my opinion, who has not seen it in person, and then the de- that terribly disjointed ending. Dave, what are your thoughts? Dave, or, the, uh, or his, his for our resident to... IP apologist, do you want me to go first with my non-IRL opinion before we turn <laughs> it over to you? So Dave can celebrate right. the death of the spirit and heart of Epcot. <laughs> I'm just, I, you know what? I'll throw it to you, but I'm going to throw it to you with a caveat. I'm going to say that I disagree with, with this harmonious thing, and now I'm going to give it to you. All right. So I have only seen Harmonious um, on the YouTubes as it was presented by Disney Parks um, on, what was it, the 28th or 29th of uh, September. It was. Where were you on the 29th of September? I don't remember. I don't remember the 29th of September, uh, or the 21st night of September either. Man, I got a lot of musical references I got to throw in here. Um, in any case, the 23rd day of the month of September. I'll just throw another one in there just for fun. Oh, very good. Thanks. Let's see if someone can get them all. Tweeted us. <laughs> Tweeted us if you figured out what we're talking about because we sure don't know. Um, it was bad. It was so bad. I, I, it started off good. I liked the Moana to begin with and everything beyond that was downhill. It was just so bad. I I like the technology. I, I haven't seen the fireworks in person. So Jeff, your, your, um, argument about, you know, it's not high enough in the air and everything's all smoky, probably very valid. But that didn't translate to video. Um, it, it's just, they could have done so much more. I like the fountains. I like the colors. It, it was loud. It was boisterous. It, it could have been so good. But Disney felt that it really needed to advertise the movies from the early 90s for another 20 years for some reason. God. And it was just so bad. Any like an original soundtrack would have made that show ten times better, but no. Let's just jam in Hunchback of Notre Dame again. Let's just jam in Beauty and the Beast. It, it it's just so bad. It's so I can't say the words that I want to because this is a family show, but it was so <laughs> bad. Dave, how do you defend your IP? If, if I'm, I'm like I'm, I'm I'm bracing myself for this honestly. <laughs> just i'm so i've already ranted about it so i'm not going to do it again but like it's not the the point of world showcase is not like what countries can we look at through the lens of disney films like how can we care about them because they're related to a disney film as opposed to enjoying the experience obviously Mm -hmm. it's not the 70s anymore where we can't like be exposed you know it's a different time where it's not as quaint to go experience a different culture in that sort of way we don't really need it as much as it was it was necessary then however this is stupid and i hate it all right Dave. so hang on hang on let's let's (laughs) before i'm sorry dave i don't mean to interrupt but i'm going to um annie you said it's not the 70s we just keep not (laughs) until we end the show (laughs) <laughs> Dave, you're awfully quiet this week. Anyways, no room for you here. No, but re- really, lover. hang on, time out. So, Annie, you said it's not the '70s Thank anymore. You, Zach Morris, what is this? You don't own me. I paused. I paused. Sorry, it. it's not on. the '70s anymore, right? That's true. In the '70s, '80s, '90s, even the early 2000s, your options to view the mu- movies for us was English because that's all the VHS could do. If you want to hear these songs in another language, all you have to do now is go to the YouTube's. Or on the Disney Plus, 
go to the alternate languages and you can hear it in Spanish, in Japanese, in whatever. So that unique characteristic of the show is kind of lost by your cell phone. All right. That's my opinion. Dave. <laughs> Dave, defend your IP. Well, as I disagree with this whole harmonious stuff. So we all agree then. We disagree with harmonious. Dave's not the best color man in the business for nothing, folks. <laughs> well, I, I was trying. I was going to see if um, I was thinking that you guys would think that I actually like this show with that, but you didn't actually bite. So I disagree with the fact that it even exists. I think that the illuminations should not have. Uh, taken away I make no secret that I am the IP guy I lived in France in 2012 for a summer you know I lived in Lyon and I would go to Paris on the weekends and last time I checked I never saw Belle or Aurora meeting people on the corner but that doesn't really diminish my experience when I'm in uh, France and Epcot you know I like the idea of Remy there I welcomed our new frozen overlords because it just kind of worked in that way. But I will say Harmonious is a bit much even for me. This, this was just not necessary. The whole thing is pure IP. And don't get me wrong. It's a visually stunning show. It just does not belong in Epcot. This show would be perfect at California Adventure of any other place. You know, I can see them maybe doing this, you know, if they were able to find a viable way to charge money to show a show on the uh, Seven Seas Lagoon. You know, this would be the great show for that. Obviously, they can't do that <coughs> the way a park is. You know, but uh, honestly, you know, if this if, if they would, you know, if they were to get rid of the fireworks and just do this instead of uh, Rivers of Light, I would be fine with that, you know. But honestly, for Epcot, this just does not work. It's yeah, no, you're you know, you're right. Jungle Book and Epcot. I mean, yeah, granted, they have the whole African outpost, but you know, when you have a whole section of Jungle Book, and then like three three numbers later, you're going back to Lion King. It's like, come on, what is that necessary? No, I, I think this is a first, Dave, and I fully agree with you. Um, I was not the biggest Epcot Forever fan because the ending was ruined by a whole new world. But I would give that for anything right now. Now, the whole the whole uh, Arabian Nights section of it, you know, it is visually stunning because, you know, they, they, put, they load fog into the, into the lagoon. They... Um, they do like Agrabah and uh, lasers. It's quite impressive, but <coughs> not the direction I would go in. Now, I do want to actually bring up a point that my uh, my friend Dan said to me, and <coughs> that is, from a business standpoint right now, it makes sense that why Disney did what it did. Because remember, when Epcot opened, all of those countries paid to have pavilions in Epcot, and they would their tourism board was paying Disney. None of them are doing that anymore. You know, the Moroccan pavilion, for instance, went back to Disney's hand. They're not making that money at this point. Disney knows something best. It knows its movies. You know, they're not getting the in, they're not getting the revenue stream from these countries anymore from the tourism boards. So, you know. They got to go with what brings in the money at the moment, especially after the pandemic, so that they can continue to operate. So it makes sense that they would go with the films that they have. Uh, yeah, but the parks are not designed to be a business solution um, for lack of corporate sponsors when the company brings in billions of dollars a year. Well, all right, so yes. if you look, if we're talking about business... Uh, as they're going on. Yeah, can I, can I just finish it? Sure. It's true, but, you know, when you know you do something really well, 
and that's your bread and butter. You know, it's only natural that you're gonna just yeah. fall back on the thing that unnecessary. You do best. Yeah. They already have food and wine. Epcot's not hurting for foot traffic. It's just fine how it is. They don't need to shoehorn IP in. It's cynical. It's taken something that was meant to be a a loving and like you know look at the world like this is a, a showcase of the world not this cynical like we can only be interested if it's tied into something else otherwise it doesn't get to yeah but don't, worry, but don't forget that Epcot, everything had sponsors you know future world you know siemens uh, i don't care or general <laughs> that's not a compelling point for but me. this was this is this was the idea that Epcot was built on it was a world showcase. It was it was a world. I mean, you can come up for it with a justification for anything you want. That doesn't make it the correct. I'm not. I'm not course of action. I'm not justifying what I'm. What I'm saying is, it's just what I'm saying is business standpoint of Epcot. It's just this is how they always did it in one way, yeah. and now they didn't I mean, have to stream anymore. But they had to. They had to change with the times and change with what they were working with. Yeah, I mean, I've been hearing Disney is a business for 20 years, you know, and people are going to be saying Disney is a business for the next 20 years as they continue to erode the quality of their product. So, I don't know, you tell me. <laughs> Sorry, Jeff has been trying to say something for a while. Oh, but is it eroding I... if they're actually coming? People are still coming is the question. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, we're talking, if I put my business hat on, um, you know, or shave my head to make myself bald. Um, if, I, if I shave my business hair. Yeah. <laughs> if I go, if I go bald and I think like a bald person, um, <laughs> I would, so the illuminations did two things for them. Um, it was a bombastic end of the day show that got people to stick around and buy beer and whatever you know popcorn uh food um but it was that anchor that kept them around right but the, the trade-off of that is illuminations was reportedly like 50 to a hundred thousand dollars a night i don't know i've heard crazy numbers but let's just say fifty thousand dollars um so that's that's a that's a concrete number they're shooting for they're like oh crap how do we how can we eat into that still have this bombastic show at the end of the day um, and then, so they come in with technology. They're like, well, we can do this technology thing and, and throw the, you know, we'll have a set price and that'll get paid off in like three years or X amount of years, right? And, um, and then we'll, we, we can reload this, these fireworks because they're just rockets and that can be reloaded really quickly. Um, not all of these rockets, granted, but most of it is. But it's, it's, it's quicker to reload. And I'm just guessing, I'm sure it's like half the cost. Um, so, you know, all this stuff means like it is dollars and cents, which fast forward to this crazy uh, story that came out uh, either yesterday or today um, about Bob Iger kind of chastising uh, behind the scenes the, the, the latest uh, uh, leadership about, you know, making everything data driven. Um, so it kind of you can tell Iger is kind of like grimacing a little bit about it as well. But then again, he's not, he's just kind of like, whatever, it's your show, but you know, hey, I, I wouldn't all do everything data-driven, you know, but, uh, you know, but, you know, keep sending those checks, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but, but in the meantime, it, it is data-driven and it's, it's freaking, you know, do the, the, you know, somebody said this is a happily ever after, you know, part two that just showed up at Epcot, so. Um, anyway, I was just getting at that it definitely uh, is some an anchor to try to keep people around to, to, to stick around and buy and eat more. And I, and I definitely, the short time I've, I've seen it, um, the crowds are back, man. The elimination crowds are definitely back. It's crazy. It's crazy busy again. So anyway. So I do fully agree with your don't let data drive creative decision, decision argument. Um, Jeff, you had mentioned... Right when we first started, you had a, a very good view of your, like, straight-on view of the show, correct? Yeah. So, do you feel that this was designed for your dessert party crowd in mind? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, the, the, you once again, obviously, you can look up and see fireworks, but uh, 
one time I watched it with only one taco viewing. <laughs> and so only one taco is not enough tacos to uh, to fill so, my sustain my my belly for harmonious. Some multiple taco. Yeah, you, you need your double taco with a side order of uh, portal in the middle. Um, and that's when you're going to get this giant crazy like, oh, my God, I see what they're they're trying to do now. Uh, there was a moment when I saw when I saw what Dave was alluding to about the laser show. I saw the crazy laser being drawn in the smoke to draw the freaking rose from Beauty and the Beast. I'm like, how the heck did they do that? Um, this giant rose popped up. And so you don't see that anywhere else. I saw it four times. I never once saw this crazy rose being drawn in the sky with lasers. And that's just, it's the only way you can see it is a straight on. So it's like really lame that they designed a show that's really, you know, 90% needs to be seen from the front, you know? So, yeah, yeah I'll kinda... agree with that. I have, I have a question. If everybody had to, if the three of you tried to give it a rating, like from one to 10, what would you give it? Like 10 being a three. Great. Yeah. I'll agree with Dave. I didn't see it in person, but a three. <laughs> Yeah, three. That sounds good. Yeah, not a good start for Harmonious. I mean, you can't get much worse than a three without a serious boning. Well, that sounded, Hmm. you know. Yeah. (laughs) So that's like the kid in school who got like a a 38 on the math exam. Like you tried. You're just not good. Yeah, well, I mean, to do worse than that, it would have to be very bad, is what I mean. A zero would, would actually be better than a three, because with a zero, it's funny. With a three, it's just Yeah, sad. and then you could like it ironically, like you could, like the castle uh, cake, cake castle kind of deal, you, or the right. wand, you know, you could be like, yeah, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Okay, so we... But otherwise, it's just insulting. Huh, okay. So we've established that uh, Harmonious is a solid three, which is not a good... Oof. <laughs> uh, so let, let's move on to our next section of the show, and let's discuss with one idea, how would we plus Harmonious? Annie, this may be a little bit difficult for you, but I think, Annie, you'll be okay. Uh, <laughs> Don't you? There it is. I know what you're doing. Yeah, I got there. Chuck. Uh... You'll be all right, Annie, um, <laughs> with coming up with one idea. And, and then Dave, Jeff, and myself will go um, with one idea each on how we would like to see Harmonious changed. Or, and now this is important, you cannot eliminate it completely, but you can... Um, no, no, no it, it's not an or. You just can't eliminate it completely. That is not all the right. option for change. I already know what I'm going to do. You made me think of it with your with your stupid joke. <laughs> All right, Annie. Well, <laughs> if you're okay to go first, I defer to you. I am okay, Chuck. Um, and tell me, who sings the song Smooth Criminal? The good version or the original version? Because I, I, I enjoyed the Alien Ant Farm version, and I'll completely admit to that. I'm, I'm ignoring your shade. The original version. <laughs> Like the original one from when I was born? Because it's still Alien Ant Farm. Oh, my God. Okay, Michael so Jackson's Michael version Jackson. was not was made before I was. How about that, I think? In an, that's great, Chuck. In, in any case. I think I Well, you cut out for me. Are you there? Uh-oh. I said I think I know what this. Oh, do you? You probably do. More time. Smooth Criminal by Michael Jackson came out on August 31st, 1987. It's older than me. I was born. I was I was a wee babe. In any case, Michael Jackson. So you said that. I thought Michael Jackson. I suddenly had the most brilliant idea to fix the whole Ding Dang show, launch it into epic, legendary nighttime show status for Disney with one easy step. So... The main, uh, one of the main issues with the show, putting the IP and theme issues aside and barge issues and laser issues and smoke issues and and sightline issues aside, we're going to put all that aside. 
And we're going to focus on the issue that there's no all-encompassing theme. There's no theme to pull it together. And we're going to fix that. And the way we're going to fix that is with the one man who can save even this show, Captain EO himself. That's (laughs) right. This is going to be Captain EO's Harmonious. Captain EO is going to host the whole show. We're going to have a new original song for him to sing that's going to tie the whole thing together. Him and the whole gang, we're pulling out Hooter, we're pulling out Fuzzball. You name it, they're in it. Um, It's going to be his show, and then he can be talking about how, you know, I don't know, he can, I don't know what he can do. Maybe he can talk about, he'll do something to make us all feel better. I know he will, because he has that power. So anyway, he's going to sing a song, he's going to dance. I don't know, we can project him, we can make him fly down from space, we can make Hooter fly from space and land in the lagoon or something. We can have, we can turn it in to a fun adventure with our old friends from Captain EO. We'll have the old Epcot flavor. Everybody will want to see it. We'll get some Captain EO merch going. And I mean, everyone will love it. If you remember when Captain EO was there, it was sold out every single show. There was a huge line. People would be like camping out in tents just to wait to get in. So we know it would be super duper popular because literally everyone is obsessed with Captain EO. So dollars business decision makes perfect sense the board will love it obviously and um i know that um i know that bob bobby is probably listening Iger, so um hopefully he'll get on it promptly but anyway captain eos harmonious that's my fix i i kind You're of speechless i know no i i i <laughs> Well, it's an it idea. could launch it to the zero that would bring it into being actually good. It would it would revolve it back around. I've done it. <laughs> uh, okay. We are here to change uh, this show. Dave? <laughs> I guess, Dave, you, I love you go next. <laughs> Give me a second. Uh, I love. All right, me. then I'll I'll the defer to to Jeff. Jeff, you can go next. I, before <laughs> you start, I just love imagining all the weird ideas I've come up with actually existing at the same time. Because now we'd have like my Aerosmith Disney Junior show. <laughs> we'd have Captain Eos Harmonious. I love the <laughs> that, universe. That's quite a building. universe to create. A universe <laughs> of energy, as it were. Ooh. All right. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, I, I shall be quiet. Uh, Jeff. Please come up with something that's not Captain EO. Uh, this one, this one's actually quite easy. Um, you know that that uh, song from Illuminations. You basically just play that and just get some <laughs> kind of like recruit some college kids to come up with some B-roll footage from every country and just slap that crap up on the tacos. Boom! You've got a ten times better show immediately. Done. Mic drop. No, I I actually kind of agree with that, and I'm gonna jump ahead of Dave because that was essentially my own idea. Except I was gonna say steal people's uh, stuff off of the YouTubes. Yeah, you don't even need to pay the college kids. Just grab some videos off of YouTube or Facebook <laughs> or literally any of the people that are in the parks that have downloaded the Disney Parks app. We know that you have access to all our pictures. Steal our videos from other countries, please. Um, they'd just be like use the hashtag harmonious video. that's even just better admit. you can advertise it <laughs> and then people go see it to see their uh, to see their image. terribly shot video on their iPhone 3 from their summer in Belgium yep uh, that's um, my idea to, to improve upon it um, as well just utilize the old music from Illuminations, the, you know, Illuminations 93, Illuminations um, Reflections of Earth, and etc. And splice all, and even use some of the music from um, Epcot Forever. But keep all the other show elements. Just get, do something non-IP based for the score. Now, Dave, we're saving the best for last. How can Mr. IP improve upon the IP show? Okay. Well, you jumped in front of me, and I'm kind of on the same page with uh, 
you and Jeff in this. So I was thinking, uh, you know, on the tacos, get scenes from all the different uh, countries of the world showcase, you know, really to be really uh, to, I don't want to use the word showcase, but to really uh, just uh, show the best of the best in terms of tourism of what these countries have to offer. <laughs> Illustrate, emphasize or something to, like that. Yeah. As you go for each, as you go to each country, you know, you can have a small little interlude from a Disney movie that does have something to do with that country. You know, so you want to go into Morocco, you can have maybe five or six bars of Arabian Nights to or, or a whole new world or something like that to transition. <coughs> but then you get some music from that country. You make it really lively. You make it really pop with that and you know maybe every now and then you you end up uh flashing a couple disney scenes while you're uh showing excuse me i'm trying to fight fight the cloth with this <coughs> but while you're showing all of these uh, scenes on uh on the tacos you know best of the best of the country you know every now and then you splash back to a classic scene from one of those one of those movies you know when germany you know it's okay to maybe show snow white at her well and then go to like the glockenspiel in munich or something like that and <clears throat> kind of get it together um my roommate uh dan had a very good idea um they should just call it Illuminations Colors of the World, a tasteful blend of culture and Disney animation. And that could work. You don't necessarily have to take back the music from Illuminations. You know, you could maybe put more, um, you know, more traditional music from each country, another way to kind of showcase the country itself by using some of its uh, traditional music. But, uh, you know, in this way, you're, you are, in a sense, illuminating that country of the World Showcase. And you're also paying homage to Disney IP at the same time. And I can't talk anymore, so... No, that, that's back. fine. I, uh, I fully support anything other than what we currently have, I think, is uh, the message. <laughs> so you like my EO idea? Right, Except for out. that. So uh, let's, let's talk about the EO idea, because I always feel like... They're always looking for an opportunity to to jump on us, uh, you know, um, nostalgia people. And and when they they brought back EO, it was like this big deal. Whenever Michael Jackson died, you know, and it did it brought in the the crowds like crazy. Um, I made a special trip just to see it as well. Um, do you think we're being played? Do you think this is kind of like we do this crazy, you know, show for like a couple a year or two years, maybe end of the fiftieth? And they're like, guess what? Illuminations is coming back, baby. You know, and they just kind of like play us. Up I like this, that. Or? Now, whenever they do stuff I don't like, I'm gonna be like, no, oh, he's fooling around with me again. Uh, I know it. Uh, this this is new idea, goofing. <laughs> they're gonna do it. No, they're not playing us. It's they're absolutely. He's goofing us again. They're they're full <laughs> in on this one. It's just it's so bad. Like it's so. You know what? The the globe not exist anymore. I know the person who killed it. No, they'll keep the digital stuff. I'm talking about just bringing back the Illuminations like show. I don't know. I just just crazy thinking like that. I mean, they, they tend to bring crap back. Like you, I just got a feeling there's going to be a Halloween coming back. You know, next year and just stuff like that. You know, I don't know. It, maybe I'm wrong on, on all this, but I mean, I hope uh, you're not, but I'm afraid you are. <laughs> Um, before we wrap well, up, I think uh, I've made it more than clear that I ought to be a Disney, uh, you, in upper management you definitely somewhere. said something <laughs> there, Annie. I mean, I have a, a solid track record on the show of just like Same 10 things. out of 10 blue sky, evergreen. <laughs> I will give you this much credit. Uh, Dave, Jeff, and myself all came up with the same different idea. <laughs> At least yours was different, different. That's right. That's what I bring to the table. Yeah, we independently of each other all thought of the same different idea. 
Well, maybe y'all should get the topic sprung on you at the last minute more often and you'll come up with something more interesting. <laughs> yeah, the Captain EO show with Annie. Um, I will say this before we wrap up for the um, evening. The new show could easily be replaced by them just lighting up Spaceship Earth and I would be okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I, those are the lights I didn't know I needed in my life until I saw them fully agree fully agree I have so many pictures that I did not take but definitely stole from other people of Spaceship Earth <laughs> Illuminated it's so good it's so good alright with that being said we are actually going to wrap up this week's show but before we do we're going to go around the horn and let everyone know where you could be found. Dave, we'll kick it off with you. Where could you be found on the interwebs? Instagram at Figment's Reality. I need to go back to my soup. Very good. Go back to your soup. Good soup. Good soup. <laughs> <laughs> Annie and I spend too much time uh, on the interwebs. Hooray for the youth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Being younger than Captain EO allows you to remember to know what the good soup reference is. I'm not a... I'm, by the way, I wasn't, I wasn't referring to myself as youth. I'm, I'm referring to people who use good soup as I don't know. Oh, very good. That, well, all right, Annie, go go on. That feels like a reference, a youth reference to me. It is a youth reference. Right? Yeah. It is absolutely. But you are youth, you, youth all, you are also the youth. I am the youth. Uh where anyway. can you be found on the interwebs? <laughs> well, you can find me on Instagram at djphobe that's d j p h o b. And Jeffrey, where could they find you? I wasn't expecting you to end so abruptly, Annie. I'm sorry. <laughs> I wish you could have seen the aggressive look on my face. It would have made the pause make a lot more sense. Maybe you could feel it. <laughs> you can find me uh, in Dave's soup, just like Uncle Arthur in Bewitched, <laughs> or Braindo at Instagram.com. Uh, uh, I need my soup huh? to be able to. <laughs> I need to be able to breathe. Oh my. So let's see. We've talked about Hogan's Heroes, Bewitched. <laughs> What's next? Father Knows Best? Yeah. Uh, in any case, I could be found on the Twitter machine at Chuck in the Chat. You can find all of us on Instagram at The Mickey Dudes Podcast. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at The Mickey Dudes. Thank you all for joining us this week, and we will see you all next week. Now with 100% more good soup. exciting episode at the mickey dudes podcast you can find the mickey dudes on facebook at the mickey dudes podcast and on twitter at the mickey dudes if you enjoyed our podcast please share the love on stitcher or itunes thank you for tuning in and we'll see you again real soon